everyone. Welcome back for another video. Uh, as you know, we changed, uh, we changed the place of where I do these videos. I'm in an actual studio now. We're back here again for another video. This time I'm by myself. I had George last week. I'm going to have some more guests uh, in future videos. But for this one, I'm just by myself. We got the Patriots to talk about. We got fantasy football. Uh, but first, I really want to tell everyone how much I appreciate them for the, uh, <laughs> for, for the support with the last video, we got a lot of views on YouTube compared to the normal views that I get. And I got a lot of great reviews on, on Instagram, a lot of comments telling me uh, it's great and they love the video. And for everyone out there, I, again, I really appreciate it. And I hope you keep watching because we got a lot more coming from here. But to jump right into it, <laughs> we got the Patriots. And I don't even know where to start. So, I, you know, I, I feel like I keep starting like this with a lot of my videos where I'm just like either so disappointed or moderately happy with this team. And it's, it's just gotten so old. Like I, we've made it this far. It was week 14. We're going into week 15 now and they're six and seven. I, I don't think any of us like George and I said last week, at least in our lifetime, I don't think any of us expected to ever see the Patriots like this. So for them to be six and seven and looking as bad as they are, it's just, it's not, it's not normal. I like, I don't, <laughs> I, I'm lost for words at this point. Like I said, I've expressed my disappointment throughout the season in my other videos, but right now it's just, I don't think we can really top this. You know, if maybe if they lose to the Jets in a couple of weeks, that, that might be like actual rock bottom, but this is what it feels like right now. It feels like rock bottom right now. So I know George and I said last week, I, I think I said it, I definitely said it, that they had to look like the way they looked in the Super Bowl when they beat the Rams, the same team, and they looked nothing like that. They looked like absolute crap. <laughs> they, they come out, they, they can't move the ball. They're letting Cam Akers, who just came on the scene, you know, he was a high draft pick, the Rams he was a second round pick which is great you know he that's that's awesome you know second round pick that's what that's what I want to see out of Patriots picks but we never do we never see that out of first second third round Patriots draft picks immediately we got to wait one two three years and then they're up for a contract this guy comes right on the scene and he just runs all over the Patriots I think he totaled 200 yards if not like right near or a little over right under he was right around there 200 yards saving a lot of fantasy football seasons. And meanwhile, you know, the Patriots get the ball and Cam Newton can't do anything with it. There's no first downs, can't move the chains, no scoring, no field goals, nothing. It was just a miserable game. It was a miserable game to watch from start to finish. And, I, and honestly, I say finish, but I didn't finish watching that game because I, I changed the channel. My dad wouldn't let me watch with him because he didn't want to watch it anymore. So I was just like, all right, I'm not going to watch it either. There's no point. They lost. It was over by halftime. And I can't believe I'm saying that about, about the New England Patriots. That's what I say about a team like the Jets or the Dolphins in a normal year, even the Bills, who just beat the Steelers last night. <laughs> the Buffalo Bills beat the Pittsburgh Steelers, and the Patriots can't beat the Rams. The Rams are a good team. They're not the Steelers. And it starts from the top. 
You know, I love Bill Belichick, obviously. We all do. How can you not? This guy got us six Super Bowls with Tom Brady. But that's the thing. It was with Tom Brady. What is he doing without Tom Brady now? Tom Brady is in Tampa. He's winning games. They looked a little shaky there for a little bit, but they they looked great yesterday. And he's looked great for the majority of the season. But the whole time, the Patriots are either, you're either happy about them. There was a moral loss week two. What's a moral loss against the Seahawks? Because we put up 30 points or whatever against one of the worst defenses so far this season. We still gave up 30-plus, and we lost the game. Meanwhile, you're losing to the Texans and the Broncos. So, I <laughs> I don't, I, I want to keep doing these videos for the Patriots, but they're not making me want to do them. <laughs> they're, they're just disappointing me week after week, and they're disappointing everyone else too, and I don't get it, like, I know Bill's going to figure it out, but it's not, it's not this year. And everyone keeps saying, oh, but what if this happens? What if you put in Jared Stidham? No, I don't want to see Jared Stidham. I never wanted to see Jared Stidham. When I saw Jared Stidham come on the, in the Chiefs game, I wanted to throw up. It was awful. This guy's horrible. There's a reason why Cam Newton didn't get signed until as late as the Patriots signed him, and he was immediately the starter for a million dollars. And then as soon as he got signed, Jared Stidham went and bought a house in Texas because he was upset or something. It makes no sense. It makes no sense. I don't know what we're doing. Brian Hoyer, Brian Hoyer shouldn't even be here. He's here to, like, sit on the bench and talk in people's ears. That's, <laughs> that's it. We, Bill is a great coach, but he's been a horrible GM when it comes to drafting. And it's really starting to catch up to this team. I don't know if anyone else has noticed that. Where's the young talent? You shouldn't have to lose Dante Hightower and Patrick Chung and guys like that because they don't want to play this year, which obviously I don't blame them at all, but you got to have a replacement. And they didn't have anything. They have the weakest linebacking core in the league because they weren't prepared for life after Dante Hightower. And they drafted Kyle Duggar in the second round because they traded back. Great, Kyle Duggar's good. I didn't like the pick at the time. He's, he's been solid. But that's only because a guy opted out. What were you going to do if no one opted out? No one in the secondary opts out. Kyle Duggar sitting on the bench behind Patrick Chung and the McCordys and, and everyone else and Adrian Phillips. So now you used another second-round pick. Your first pick in the draft you used on a guy that would be sitting on the bench unless there was an injury for this entire year. And then who knows what happens next year. And that's not just with – that's not just a what-if with Kyle Duggar. That's what's been consistently happening with the top picks that the Patriots have for years. There's, <laughs> it's just, it's, there's guys that, there's only so many guys that you can draft and then keep them and then they get hurt or they weren't supposed to be drafted that high and they're awful and then you cut them and now you don't have anything to show for it. Not only is that bad when it comes to having a lack of talent because you don't have that player anymore and you, didn't, you don't have anyone to show for that first round or second round or third round pick, but you lose money in the NFL. You can do that in the NBA. You can, have, you can draft a bust and trade him or release him after a certain amount of time, and it doesn't really touch you on your salary cap and, and your hits and all of that. 
if you consistently do this year after year in the NFL because their salary cap and whatever is really weird and I can't keep up, but if you consistently do this in the NFL, it, this is what's going to happen. You're going to have no young talent and you're going to have no money to spend on other guys. Because I don't know if anyone noticed, but before all these guys opted out and the Patriots got money for it back, there was no money to spend. That's why Cam Newton got a million dollars. That's why a guy that's starting in NFL, I mean, I don't know if he really should be at this point with what he's shown, but that's why he's making a million dollars because there was no money to give him and he took the opportunity because no one else would. I'm sure if if Bill Belichick had like $10 million, that would have gone to Cam Newton just because of his history and his caliber. But they literally didn't have that money. And part of that is because of the poor drafting. I love Damian Harris. I love what he's doing. But it took a whole year for a third-round pick to do something. That's not okay. On a t- especially last year's team when you still have Tom Brady. If you have Tom Brady on your football team as your quarterback and you're spending a third-round pick on a guy that's not going to play for the year, what do you, you might as well not use that pick. You might as well just wait for next year and just get a third-round pick then. What's Juwan Williams doing? What's Nikhil Harry doing? What are they doing? They're not doing anything. These guys are wasting. Wasting away on this team. Wasting away on the depth chart. They're just there. They're just names. When I hear Juwan Williams made a tackle, I'm like, oh, cool. Like, where has he been? When I see Nikhil Harry catch a pass for a touchdown or do something, anything, literally anything, do something, Nikhil. This guy, like, he can't do anything. When, when we drafted him over guys, we drafted him over A.J. Brown. We drafted him over D.K. Metcalf, Debo Samuel. We drafted him over all these guys, Terry McLaurin. These, that was one of the best wide receiver draft classes in a long time, and you didn't get any of them and you still took a receiver in the first round, and you got no good receivers. And this is why we're losing to the Rams, and we're 6-7, and seven, the Patriots. And this is why the odds, we're one of those teams this year. We're one of those teams that you, you when you think of these teams, you think of, like, you think of the Chargers, you think of the Raiders, you think of the Bills. When you, when you say, oh, this... These three teams need to lose three games out of four. or And then the, maybe the Patriots might make it. And that's with an extra playoff team this year. There's seven teams. They added one, and they still might not make it. And they're, prob- they're not going to make it. Sorry. They're, it's not that they're, they might not make it. They're not making it. Like, here are the odds. I'll tell, you, I'll tell you the odds right now. I'll pull it up for you. I saw it earlier today. These are what, this is what the Patriots need. The Dol- they need the Dolphins to lose. This is before, actually, yesterday. They need the Dolphins to lose three out of their, their last four games, the Raiders to lose two out of the last four, and the Ravens to lose two out of their last four. The Dolphins and the Raiders both lost yesterday to the Chiefs and the Colts. And the Ravens are playing the Browns tonight realistically, that's probably the last game that the Ravens are going to lose on paper. If they even lose. That's the only chance. They play the Jaguars, the Giants, and the Bengals to, to close out their season. How are the Patriots supposed to rely on the Ravens losing these games? The Raiders and the Dolphins might because they're the Ravens and the Dolphins. That's just what they do at the end of the day. But right now, they're going to make the playoffs over you. Because you drafted poorly, you've managed the team poorly with your free agents, and you can't win. 
with this team. My best case scenario for this team was was ten and what ten and six I think I said. And right now they're staring at maybe eight and eight, maybe if they're lucky. They still got to beat the Dolphins. I know they beat them earlier this year, but the Dolphins are way better now. And I don't see them beating the Bills. I know they were close, but the Bills have really, they just beat the Steelers. How are you supposed to expect to beat the Bills? I don't know. Uh, I love this team. I, I really do. I, I'm i a huge Patriots fan, and I have been for a really long time. You know, when I, got in, when I first got into football, I, you know, we've, we've all grown up with them, at least everyone my age. All we know is winning. Maybe that's, that's what it is. I'm expecting too much. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I need someone to tell me because I don't want to see – I do want to see it, but I don't want to see it in the expense of the Patriots – I don't want to see Tom Brady thriving in Tampa while the Patriots are just moving along. If this is what it was going to be like, I would have said put Jared Stidham and just lose like every game because that's what would have happened because I don't believe in Jared Stidham one bit. I know people out there do, but I don't. I think their entire quarterback room is going to have to be gone next year. They either, whether it's drafting someone or signing someone else, Cam Newton, Brian Hoyer, Jarrett Stidham, all gone. I would have rather have gone like two and fourteen or three and thirteen than five hundred or seven and nine or something like that. Because now, on top of it, on top of already drafting poorly, you're gonna have a worse pick and nothing to show for it. At least when you make the playoffs and your pick isn't that good, you made the playoffs. You made a run, you know, you were, you were in there. Or when you're at the bottom, you had an awful year, but you have a top five, top 10 pick that can be almost franchise altering, like at least 70% of the time, especially if it's a quarterback. So, and I don't want to see Bill trading out of this pick. I know it's a really deep quarterback class. And I'm talking a lot about drafting. But that's, that's the main reason for all of this. Like I just said, I don't want to do it again. I don't want to rant about it again. But th- that's what it is. So the Patriots have the Dolphins. That, that game's 50-50. They have the Bills. Don't see them winning that. And they have the Jets. They should win that. But who knows at this point, honestly. I say rest in peace to, to the Patriots season. I don't know about... Anyone else that's watching this, I'm sorry to be a downer. And if you're a huge homer and whatnot, but I'm trying to be real here. I'm trying to be realistic. There's just no way that um, that any of this is happening for them. There's no way they're making this push. And if they do, I don't know what I'll do. I, I'll, <laughs> I'll run in the streets naked or something. Like, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> like, that's, that's what it's gonna, if that's what it's going to take, I'll do it. I'll strip down and run down Mount Auburn Street naked for all of you. <laughs> like, you can all, like, record or something. Like, that's what will happen if the Patriots make it. I promise you. But they're not. They're not going to make it. So, sorry. As much as everyone wants to see that, that beautiful scene, that beautiful picture, now that you have that in your head, it's, it's, <laughs> it's not happening. Sorry. So, yeah. Uh, I'm sorry that everyone had to witness whatever this – Whatever the so-called season was for the Patriots, I know it was a weird year, really weird. Tom Brady's gone. COVID's here. 
but it's a failure. Failure of a season. Failure of an experiment with Cam Newton. Failure at drafting well, at least for immediate help. Your fourth-round pick shouldn't be your best player in a draft when you have three picks before that. I don't think that's an unrealistic expectation of an NFL GM. This isn't Madden, right? You're not going to draft, you know, a 77, 80 overall in the third round. Guy's going to be at the offensive line. He's ready to go. But you should at least be drafting someone that maybe midseason is ready to go. That's all I'm saying. It's time to hit the restart button. I want Bill Belichick still here. I want Josh McDaniel still here. But other than that, hit that reset button. Bring in anyone else. Figure it out. Restart from scratch. That's the way it has to be. This is one of the oldest rosters for a reason in the league. Because they can't draft. But yeah. Uh, so moving on to fantasy. Uh, I don't know about everyone else. I had a pretty good week. <laughs> I'm in four leagues. I'm moving on in three out of the four of them. I'll take it. I, if that doesn't, uh, doesn't tell you to, to listen to my advice, I don't know what will. I'm moving on. I ended the curse in one of our leagues, five years running, I think. It was something like that. I think George and I were talking about that last week, first seed. I'm moving on. I'm not dealing with that curse. And uh, I know George, is. Uh, he needs a lot of points tonight from a couple of guys. It's a long shot, but good luck to you, bro. I don't know. <laughs> you need 30. He needs 35 points. <laughs> 35 points from Justin Tucker and Marquise Hollywood Brown. I don't know. <laughs> it's a non-PPR league. I don't see that happening. <laughs> I don't see that happening. I know, but I still want him to beat Manug, and I want to play him next week. Sorry, Manug, <laughs> if you're watching. But, yeah, uh, so I moved on. We got some rankings. I got some uh, waiver wire. I know the the Ravens and the Browns haven't played yet, so maybe some of their players will be on here, but um, I'm just going to go with it anyways. Uh, we got Jalen Hurts. That's obvious, number one. I, I'm probably going to run off the rails with the uh, with the numbers, but he's easily number one. It makes no sense to pick up anyone else. He looked great. The Eagles looked great with him. Carson Wentz is done. He's not. He's <laughs> he's done being the starter for the Eagles unless something happens. So Jalen Hurts, I would go Mitch Trubisky, Russell Gage, Chris. Uh, what's his name? Chris Hansen, <laughs> Chad Hansen. That's see. This is how deep we are in these rankings. It makes no sense. Some of these names, Carlos Hyde. Ty Johnson, Marquez Valdez-Scantling, Irv Smith, Cole Komet, Peyton Barber. Some of these guys shouldn't even be on free agency anymore, but that's what it is with the with the waiver wire rankings. And uh, with the player rankings, we've got a quarterback, Aaron Rodgers, Pat Mahomes, Russell Wilson, Lamar Jackson, Josh Allen, Kyler Murray, Ryan Tannehill, Tom Brady, Justin Herbert, and Ben Roethlisberger. At running back, we got Derrick Henry, Aaron Jones, James Robinson, Nick Chubb, Dalvin Cook, Chris Carson, Austin Eckler, David Montgomery, Jonathan Taylor, and Mike Davis or Christian McCaffrey, depending on who starts. At receiver, we got Devontae Adams, Tyreek Hill, DK Metcalf, A.J. Brown, Keenan Allen, Stephon Diggs, Calvin Ridley, DeAndre Hopkins, 
Adam Thielen, and Allen Robinson. Uh, tight end, we got Travis Kelsey, Darren Waller, Mark Andrews, TJ Hawkinson, Rob Gronkowski, Robert Tanyan, Eric Ebron, Hunter Henry, Evan Ingram, and Noah Fant. Defense and special teams, we got the Rams, Pittsburgh, Baltimore, Buffalo, Indy, Cleveland, Miami, Tampa, Tennessee, and Chicago. And for kickers, we got Rodrigo Blankenship, Justin Tucker, Youngway Koo, Daniel Carlson, Tyler Bass, Ryan Suckup, Jason Sanders, Harrison Butker, Matt Gay, and Steven Goskowski. So these are early rankings. Like I said, the game tonight hasn't happened. There could be injuries. There could be uh, waiver wire pickups that change. Uh, but we're doing it on a Monday night. So we got only got one game to really worry about when it comes to uh, thinking about this stuff ahead of time. So thank you guys for watching. I really appreciate it. And again, I really appreciate the support. We got way more coming from here. Next week, we're going to talk about the Celtics. I'm going to have Gabe and Manu gone at least. We might have one more. I'm not sure yet, but at, there's going to be three of us at least next week. So you'll see how that goes. Definitely going to be a longer video than this. But thanks again, everyone, and I'll see you next time.